Hey ladies, this is Christy Young with The Gritty Gospel, and I'm here today to offer you my top five tips for homeschool moms. And you're gonna be surprised what they are and what they're not. You would be inclined to think that I might choose, tell you which curriculums to buy or how to schedule your days or any number of things that might be related to the academic study of actual subjects, right? Well, that is exactly the opposite of the advice I have for y'all today. In order for our homeschool to go round, I need chore charts in place and other efficiencies in place so that we can actually even get to the nitty gritty of actually homeschooling. And so my, num and these are in no particular order, but my first tip for new homeschool moms or moms that are just trying to maybe get better organized. Um, and then I, can I tell you, I'm always learning. So I don't claim to know everything or even to know much, uh, but I've been doing this for a long time, uh, nine years now. And so I do have things that work for us and I'd love to offer them in the event they are helpful to you. Uh, my number one tip would be to go ahead and get your chore charts updated and working and active with your kiddos at least a week, I mean a week or two before school starts. Or if you, now's the time and you're realizing, man, my house is a wreck, we're not, you know, it's hard for me to get school done because I don't have uh, dishes for lunch, I don't have dishes for breakfast, and then the dog's not getting fed and I can't do it all and all the things. Uh, now's the time for you to implement a great chore chart for every one of your kids where they can see clearly what their duties are for every day and when things need to get done because that way you can actually focus on getting academics done with your, your kids. Uh, to me, I learned very early on that actually prepping for homeschooling is as important as actually executing the academic day with our kids. And so in order for you to have success, I really think you need great chore charts in place. They're in a, in a very clear place hung up in your house where you can direct your kids to it every day. Have you done your chores for the morning, your morning chores? Um, you know, have the dogs been fed? Was the kitchen swept? Did you wipe down the countertops? Like I know for every kid exactly what they are supposed to do for the day and they know what they're supposed to do for the day so that we can get those things done. I have my own chores in the morning. I try to get those done with the kids and then we can all jump into school together. I also wanna say one more thing about the chore charts. I think that mom, you should plan on making sure that the kids get things done that also make you happy. If it makes you happy to have a kitchen sink that has no dishes in it, then I would either put you or a child in charge of making sure that your dishes are done. So try to get chores done that you need to get done that will help you you know, be better prepared for making lunch, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And then something that just breathes life into you. Let your kids help you. Number two, my number two tip for homeschool moms would be to meal plan because meal we can live or die based upon a meal plan or whether or not we have food planned for breakfast or for lunch or for dinner. And it can be as organized or as unstructured as you'd like it to be. But as long as you know and your kids know what the options are for breakfast this week and then what the what what either the options are, if you have older kids, I know they can make their own lunches, but for us, we have a, a big family and we have littles that always still rely on me for making lunch or a big kid to make lunch. And so, man, just knowing simply what I would have for lunch, whether they would be sandwiches or if we're gonna have soup that day, uh, hot dogs, I don't know, just planning simple meals that can be executed swiftly so that it doesn't take a whole hour out of my day to prep lunch. Um, which would obviously take away from any academic uh, 
instruction I could do with my kids. Or sometimes we try to do as much as we can. Sometimes I'll get my little, I have a six-year-old who is reading and coming, but in the beginning stages of reading. And so sometimes she'll read me all of her spelling words or read me, read to me from a little book while I'm cooking lunch so that I can try to duplicate and get two things done at the same time um, just to be efficient for the day. And then my other recommendation is to start dinner at breakfast time so that if you can run a crock pot and, and then have leftovers so that that, that that afternoon you're already ready, your crock pot meal is done so that you just get to finish the day, you know, execute the homeschool day. If you have extracurriculars, go to those. But when you come home and you already have dinner ready, that is such a huge blessing and it reduces stress. So that would be my second tip is to have simple meals, but to know in your head exactly what they are. Maybe to hang up hang up your meal plan for the week on your fridge so that it takes away brain power from having to make that next decision about meal planning when you already have so many decisions to make during the day, juggling kids, juggling different academic subjects, and just, y'all know, you get it, all the things that we juggle as moms during any given day. Um, that takes one thing off your plate. My third tip for homeschool moms would be to make sure that you get sleep. And that's a simple one, but it... Often, I bet the majority of us are tired. <laughs> and I speak from personal experience, I own that, that we need to get sleep at night. And so I know that, and so what that means is we need to get our kids in bed at a good time, or at least in their rooms, reading, doing something quietly where we don't need to be present. We don't need to be acting, operating as a mother anymore. We don't need to be fielding questions or helping white bottoms or doing any number of the things that we do all day, we need to have a time at night where we know that we get to turn our brains and our minds off kind of as moms, even though obviously that role never goes away. So, uh, but to be able to look forward to reading a book, watching a little a television show, or I don't know, reading God's word, writing, whatever you love to do, creating things, we need to make sure that we're pushing our own buttons and that we have time to rest and then actually to go to sleep. So I don't know, protect your time to sleep. And make sure that you're getting a good amount of sleep where you can function and be ready to go the next day because otherwise we are not worth much to our kids. Okay, number four would be to stay inspired, mama. Somehow you've got to figure out how to stay inspired. And if you love to create, if you love to work out, if you love to read, if you need quiet time, if you get um, renewed and refreshed by friends, whatever it would be for you, make sure that you stay inspired because we are in this game, this homeschooling game for the long run. And if you are not inspired, you will desire to quit or um, peter out or just lose your mojo. And so the goal is sister that you would stay inspired if you have a day where you are emotionally, physically, mentally drained, um, it's okay to take it off. I know you don't need me, my permission to say that, but I just want to say that because I think that we need to hear it. We need to hear it. There are so, here and there, there are just days where I, for whatever reason, am either emotionally drained or mentally drained or we've had a long week and I can just feel it. I can see it in my kids, I can see it in myself that, man, we would be blessed by a day off. And so you know what? I give us the day off. Or we might just do, um, we love World Watch News and God's Word. And so we may just do World Watch News and God's Word or and math. or And then we may go run and play in the woods. And so a lot of times I give them the rule that we can't be on screens at all that day. We're going to just go outside and play. And can I tell you, it ends up being like a steam kind of day where they're building forts in the woods and playing together. And oh, it's so good. It ends up being a beautiful day. 
that is equally beneficial and character building and good for them. It's so good for kids to get out in the sun and to play and to, they need to air their brains too. Okay, my number five tip would be to stay in the word of God. I have a sweet friend who, whenever I'm having a hard time, if I call her and I let her and I vent or I talk about what I'm going through that's hard, one always, her initial question to me is always, how is your time in the word, Christy? And then a lot of times I'm humbled and taken aback because maybe it's been several days that I've been um, out of the word of God. And it makes such a difference in my spirit and in my thought patterns and in the way I would encounter people and situations. And so that would be my encouragement to you, mama. Make sure that you are spending time in the word of God and that you're being refreshed by the word of God and that you're being humbled under the word of God and chastised and encouraged by the word of God. Somehow it actually Literally, it is alive and active and is, it is renewing, transforming our spirits and our minds and redeeming our minds from the culture. It does such good things. It's alive and active. And so we need to be in it daily. Uh, in Acts, it's beautiful in Acts 3 verses 19 and 20, um, God's word says that seasons of refreshing come from being in the presence of the Lord. And I love that verse because I feel that verse. I can feel when I've been out of the word of God and when I, or I'm quicker to anger. I'm slower to extend grace or forgiveness. And I don't want to be that person. I want to be refreshed by being in the presence of the Lord so that I can be refreshing to my children and teach them to do the same. If your homeschool is struggling, or if you're just trying to, if you're beginning and trying to figure it all out, um, I go back to the drawing board on these initial items. Try to make sure that you have chore charts in place, that you have meal plans ready to go, and make sure you set out a time or margin to do grocery shopping each week. You need margin for grocery shopping or to do online ordering and pickups. So make sure that you have chore charts, a meal plan, make sure you're getting enough sleep, that you stay inspired, and that you listen to and take time in God's word. And then I think that will set you up for success to then begin to prep um, and all things academic and to set out schedules or routines and to plan subjects and to choose curriculum and to determine whether to join a co-op or not. But all of those five initial things need to be done and established, I feel like, before you even embark on a homeschool year. And that way you will have some guaranteed measure of success. And then ask the Lord for wisdom. Know that your kids are unique. So ask the Lord for wisdom as you jump into a new year or a new season. Uh, ask the Lord just to give you guidance. Your kids are unique. And so what works for other children may or may not work for your kids. And what works for one mom may or may not work for you. And so always, I don't know, take wise counsel, seek wise counsel, and then filter it with the Lord and with your husband and with your family and figure out what works for y'all and then rock it. Then stop looking at everyone else and then y'all do what works for you. And then go about your days and enjoy your kids. Love you, sister. Till next time. This is Christy Young with The Gritty Gospel.